What's up, everyone? I'm Benny Guadarrama. Welcome back to another episode of Founders Party, where I interview rock star founders about their startups, their mission and vision, and the journey thus far. Today, I'm very excited and very happy to be talking to Jaden Risner, who is the co-founder and CEO of Family Proud. Jaden, welcome to the show, and thanks for coming on. How are you doing? Great. Thanks, Benny. Yeah, awesome, awesome to be here. Appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you appreciate you taking the time to to hop on and and share a little bit about what you're working on with us. Um, just to get started, uh, could you tell us a little bit about what Family Proud is, what you're working on? Yeah, absolutely. So Family Proud is the ultimately the simplest way to show that you care. And we make receiving and providing support for our loved ones and community as simple as possible. And so, you know, our loved ones deserve more than a uh, just to go fund me or a Facebook group or truly a platform designed for care. And just as LinkedIn is for networking, you know, the social media platforms were a place where families can activate their support network, receive the right support at the right time, uh, and actually have something that uh, allows for this remote support that's much needed today. So, yeah, uh, cool. Yeah, definitely. As, as uh, work becomes more remote, as connections become more digital, I think it's uh, definitely important to always stay connected with those who care about you and with those that you care about most. Um, I think a perfect example of that comes from the book Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi, where he mentions that you can't do it alone. Uh, you can't go it alone. Um, and through generosity, you can build up your network that are always there to support you and inspire you. So I think what you're doing at Family Proud sounds really cool, very interesting. Um, could you walk us through maybe a little bit about what the user experience is like? So uh, let's say I uh, get Family Proud and I want to start building my network. How does that look like? Sure. Yeah. And then just to touch on you know, what you're sharing there, you know, I think it's important to say we are ultimately stronger together and it is in our DNA to want to serve or help those that we care about, whether that's our own family, whether it's our community, um, providing people a way to serve and answering that question, how can I help is very powerful. You know, it's not a question that people are very uh, charitable or it's, it's in our, in our uh, inner being to want to help however we can. We're just provided a good way, right? So especially in a time of need, there it becomes there's a lot of behavioral elements where you know not asking for help, people not wanting to ask for help, the stigma there, uh, not wanting to be a burden, right? That can be depending how close you are. So being that digital bridge, you know, even for so so to the use case um, for you, you know, this may be specifically you just to have a what we call care circle, and so the ability to invite your family friends on, have a place to, to be able to communicate, but also support one another in a time of need. So it's not just communication, it's tangible tasks. And what's special about the platform is it actually provides recommendations based on your family and what you may be going through. And so this is what's helped other families, right? Recommendations, here's how to be a strong supporter. Here are products and services that have helped other families. So you may not be going through something, but in the event that you are, now the ability to say, you know, here's a way to help Benny's family. Uh, here are things that you can get them product service-wise. You may not be able to be there to uh, give a ride or watch the kids or bring dinner tomorrow, which are tangible tasks that you may be able to support locally. But now you may be across the country and you'd say, help pay into the Uber Eats account or help pay for a care item that's out of pocket. So really closing that bridge in terms of how you can help and be a strong supporter, but accounting for family and community variables. So it could be the community that you live in, um, you know, certainly the language that you speak. So more of these family and community are very inclusive variables, more so than 
I think a lot of noise in the clinical and health space, we're very focused on the family community side. Right on. Yeah, definitely. It reminds me a little bit about something they do in Mexico and the colonias and the colonies uh, where they pretty much create that network, that community of some neighbors, and it's called a tanda, where they pick up every week, they go to each house and get a, a certain amount of money. And each week it goes to a new family that's a part of that network, if it's whether to help them out with rent or to help them out with uh, with expenses and uh, materials, groceries, or to help any pretty much any way to cover any costs that um, with health or anything. And so it, it, it's nice to to have to be able to support your your core group or anybody really um, right. with that. And um, could you tell me a little bit about uh, the origin story? Um, how sure, you yeah. have to work on family proud. No, absolutely. And, and I love, you know, the example you shared there. And I think it's important to say nothing can ever replace the human interaction, right? At the end of the day and that in person and the human touch, the hug, right? The empathy. And so we oftentimes say we're, we're doing what we can to deliver empathy through technology. And so some of these closed loops engagement on the platform are designed to trigger those same responses. So when you hug someone, there's a release of oxytocin, right? Not just the dopamine, people are addicted to social media, but creating these closed loops of engagement around pro-social behavior. And so because you're, it enabled, the platform enables you to support someone that you care about, it gives you this boost, right? And so it, it continues to enable you to provide support or receive support if you're in that position. So love the example of the community. There's a lot of amazing communities and organizations out there. And that's who we partner with to support already existing, uh, to support their families. And, you know, the origin story. So uh, my background, I'm 12 years active duty Navy. Uh, I was a helicopter pilot uh, in, in the Navy and spent a lot of time away from home and overseas. And one of my deployments was notified that actually my mother had a heart attack. So 7,000 miles away from home, you know, not knowing, you know, it's going to take me, it took me about two weeks to get home. You know, how is she going to be connected? receive the best support? Uh, what are those next steps? What do I do? Uh, really navigating that situation. And I was fortunate to have a strong support network, but really that, you know, coordinating and bringing people together more than a group text or a Google sheet. And, you know, that was the original um, inspiration and I actually ended up becoming a caregiver uh, to my mother. So uh, about six years ago, so that's why I left full-time Navy, uh, went back to school and then was really inspired to transform how we serve our loved ones. And that was why I founded Family Proud. I was fortunate to meet our co-founder, Clay, in business school. And Clay's background was a Marine Corps veteran. So we quickly became brothers in school. Um, and he himself was a, during the service, was diagnosed with cancer, overcame it the first time. It came back terminal the second time. And thanks to this 10th degree separation of that village, of the community, uh, that was able to connect them at the time with a doctor that was able to look at his lab results and found a clinical trial form that ended up saving Clay's life. And so Clay having this really patient advocate lens, myself having the caregiver lens is where we came together and said, yep, awesome people, organizations out there, but how can we ultimately really keep focused on the family and the community and, and provide them a better way than what's currently out there? And so that was our, our focus. And, you know, we started climbing the mountain from there and you know, of course, uh, surround myself with much smarter and more capable people than myself uh, to help push this forward. So, um, you know, yeah, definitely humbled every day. And I think it's, it has been a recommitment service to what we're doing and, and serving families. And uh, we know there's a tremendous need, regardless of 
diving into the numbers and market sizing and all the fun stuff. But, um, you know, really from, you know, actual need aspect, um, providing families a better way to serve one another or support one another is, is definitely, you know, our, our North Star. I appreciate you sharing all of that. <clears throat> and first of all, thank you for your service. Uh, thank you for- yeah, Thanks for the do. support. <laughs> yeah, thank you for what appreciate you do and, and for, your, for continuing to still make an impact on our society, on our communities, on our family um, through, through your company. I think what you just mentioned is super powerful. I think it goes to show that there is a need for this. Um, yeah, it, it must've been a tough experience have, being so far away from family and not having the, the reassurance that everything could come out okay. But like you said, you were, you, know, you were fortunate to have that support, but there are a lot of people that may not have that. And so they need that. And so, um, yeah, that's that's definitely a a a beautiful origin story to what is now the the culmination of your your company, which is great. Um, what would you say is uh, going into my next question? Um, what, what what does an average workday look like to you? So I know for startup founders, it's a little hard to describe what an average day is, but in other words, how do you operate? You know, when you wake up in the morning, how do you know what you're going to focus on, what you need to work on? How, how do you operate? No, I love it. You know, obviously, uh, you know, I always say this too, for anyone just starting on their journey, you know, self-care is so important. I mean, regardless of what's happened in the last couple of years, um, being able to not only take care of your, well, from a leadership perspective, your ability to take care of yourself, you have to take care of yourself in order to take care of other people. That includes your team, right? Uh, of course, um, who your stakeholders are, but also those who you serve, specifically us, whether it's, we don't necessarily customers, but families, and so the better that you're able to take care of yourself. So kind of going back to the question, you know, in terms of a typical day, I definitely like to have um, very, you know, routine focused, you know, in the morning, unless there's an, an outlier meeting or something that of course comes up, but uh, do try to do some form of physical activity or just kind of mental or physical um, self-care in the morning. Um, you know, definitely try not to hop immediately on the email, email machine, right? But um, self-care in the morning. And then we transition to like morning stand-ups with the team. And I typically do this, which is interesting, right? Because our team is a hybrid of in-person and remote. And so really this ability to do check-ins, I think there's and a lot of people who are in the remote space now understand that, you know, that check-in is not just over a Slack, right? Or a text message. Like there is this human interaction that we all need ultimately at the end of the day. And so even creating space in the day for what I call coffee calls or check-ins. It doesn't have to be work-related. It could be five minutes. It could be 10 minutes where it's just time with a teammate. And I do this with everyone on the team, create space for them, maybe not every day, but it cycles through the week um, to give them space just to check in, right? From like a personal level and just, you know, if you were having a coffee with them, right? Like, how, how are you doing? How, how's your family? What's going on, right? Like not here to talk to you about you know, OKRs or deliverables, like let's just do like a check-in, you know, human to human here. So, and of course, you know, it's in our name, right? Family Pride, we I treat them as family. We of course, you know, have our responsibilities, but I think to the normal workday, uh, routine in the morning, self-care, check-ins through the day. And then of course, um, depending on the focus area set out, you know, whether it's quarterly, monthly, weekly goals. Uh, from my standpoint, see you, of course, I'm I'm bouncing around a little bit from product, you know, fundraising, uh, team, right? All, all of the things from the CEO position, but um, that obviously can shift in terms of the percentage of time. But um, yeah, I think that answers the question. So 
<laughs> yes, it definitely does. I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's a lot of things going on. I think at a startup, you know, there's no such thing as it's not my job. And I think it's also very important right. that you're incorporating <laughs> that the the aspect of check-ins. Uh, I think that's that's super important for organizations to start implementing. And I think they will come to realize that they'll need to. Um, for for the benefit of their of their families of their employees um, and so um, and of their team and so yeah to comment on that leadership comment that you're right you you always need to make sure that you're okay so that everyone else is okay I remember in from fourth to sixth grade uh, we, at my school we had a lot of uh, hiking trips those were like our field trips since we lived in Sedona hiking or or just in Arizona in general hiking was a big thing and the our our, our teacher, our, our guide, always had to make sure that I need to be okay first, just to make sure that you are all okay. If you know, if I get bitten by a snake, that's not good because I, I need to be taking right. care of you guys. So I, I I need to be okay for you guys to be okay. So that's definitely right. um, the the leadership. I I think I saw yeah. something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just gonna say, like, I, I leadership is not. I saw something that said leadership isn't about taking charge. It's about taking responsibility for those around you. So yes. Yep. hundred percent. And absolutely everything is my responsibility. Right. And so if something is not executed or delivered, um, you know, then that's on me for not set managing that expectation, obviously a certain degree. And I know that especially in this time of world where I think, you know, based on 2020 and people working remote, you know, some of the statistics like, the average Americans working 48 minutes more a day. That's the average, not necessarily, you know, startup, but just because it, the transit time has been taken out, there's more back-to-back remotes. Um, so creating space for that is so important. Um, and you could argue, yeah, you know, time is extremely valuable, but my, you know, stance is always that, you know, people, humans, as we say, you know, is that are the most valuable asset, you know, and I don't necessarily see them as assets, but from a team sense, you know, taking, putting your people first, we say put families first, ultimately 100% will be the right long-term, you know, investment in your team, whether that's, you know, them taking care of um, your, your, your company as a whole, taking care of the families or customers that you serve, all of the above, even from like a retention or recruiting standpoint, it's quite interesting. Like we have individuals who want to be full-time on our team, you know, as we kind of grow that, you know, from a recruiting standpoint these days is really difficult, but because of a culture of understanding or because of, you know, they understand that they're going to be taken care of and that they're, um, you know, they're valued, I think is such an important aspect, you know, in today's world, you could be moving a million miles, miles a minute, but if you don't take time to, to pause and appreciate that, then, you know, that's long-term may not, may not work out. So. Right. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Uh, people bring the value people are, are, are the value and business or anything in life is always going to be people to people. And, uh, uh, it's always important to remember that for sure. Um, and what, what's the, what's the big vision for, um, family proud. So when you look out 10 years into the future, where would you like to see your company and, and, and the world, um, itself? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so, you know, for us always from the get go is how can family proud serve as many families as possible. Uh, and so being able to grow that uh, to, and we know that the, we have to be a successful business to be able to grow, to have a greater impact. Uh, and so, you know, for us, families don't see borders, right? So when we talk about these language capabilities, uh, the ability to account for culture and community, you start seeing how this be, can become global opportunity. I mean, families is a global statement, right? This is not 
um, within a border or within a region. Uh, and so the ability to properly serve the best type of support and account for how people support one another that can be very different across the world, across the state, across communities is where it's very powerful more than, you know, let's look at uh, Dr. Google or, you know, the, the handouts that are, are given to you. So, you know, this is really where we see how can this be become the household name, just as I mentioned, like LinkedIn for networking, uh, other platforms for perhaps social media, but Family Proud is where you go to, to take care of and, and care about your loved ones and community. Right on, definitely. Um, and and going to one of my final questions, if, uh, if is there any ask that you have for the Founders Party community, um, whoever's listening right now, that you know, are you are you hiring? Are you fundraising? Do you need more people to interact uh, on on the app? Uh, how can people get involved, and how can they help your company? It's always the answer, all of the above, right? But I think in a, a targeted, we did just start our fundraise. So of course, if there's people who are interested in what we're doing, um, you know, from a, targeting our early seed raise, of course, appreciate any reach outs. And then ultimately, number one priority is serving more families, right? So bringing it back to that core. If there are organizations that, uh, so the way we partner with organizations that have communities of families. And so that could be around health, that could be internally. And so if there are organizations looking for a better way to serve their families internally, um, that perhaps people are on boards or know about, you know, happy to obviously look at uh, how we can s serve them, so. Right on, and, and what's the best way that people can reach you or reach uh, Family Proud? Yeah, yeah, so our website's familyproud.com and the best way to reach my, myself is Jaden, which is J-A-D-E-N at familyproud.com. Awesome, awesome, sweet. Well, I appreciate you coming on to Founders Party, talking about Family Proud. Uh, I'm rooting for you. I wish you all the best and I, I can't wait to see the, the progress that you and the team make. Thanks, Benny. Appreciate it.